This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. These credentials will have a common design across all provinces. They will include the holder's COVID-19 vaccination history, including the vaccine types, date, and location. These documents should be available to all Canadian citizens, permanent residents, and temporary residents living in Canada if they're fully vaccinated according to the standards set by public health. Mm, there you go. All right. Well, that was uh, Marco Mendocino, the immigration minister, um, you know, leaving a lot more questions when he gave that answer. And what Canada considers fully vaccinated um, is not what other countries will accept. So that's one problem. But here we are just days to an election with the Trudeau government coming out and uh, announcing this detail-free plan to come up with a plan for a vaccine passport, which will come out sometime in the fall for international travel. And what details did we get? Well, like I said, it's a plan to put together a plan to develop these credentials. But, you know, a, a reporter rightfully asked, what is new in this announcement? Well, nothing, because there's no timeline. And so far over the last 16 months, zero infrastructure has been set up to get a program running that would gather this data from the provinces of who's got what, when, where, how. And a leaked memo back in July that uh, came out said any national passport plan by the federal government cannot be launched until at least December. And that would be very ambitious because they don't have the infrastructure. And don't forget, January 14th of this year, the prime minister said, we have no intention of doing this because it will cause discrimination within certain groups. So the headlines are great. Yes, national documents are being launched. But I don't see anything in this other than political posturing to capitalize on polling, which says that this is a very popular issue in Quebec and Ontario. Brenda Slater is co-founder at Association of Canadian Independent Travel Advisors and Travel Concierge with Beyond the Beach. She joins us now. Brenda, great to have you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm honoured. Well, no, I appreciate it. I know that this organization has done a lot of work to help uh, try to get, you know, um, supports for your industry, which has just been absolutely destroyed by this pandemic. Um, and, and certainly you come across what, what customers and flyers and passengers are saying. W what was your reaction to what you heard? Because the, all the headlines as you're going to see are all positive. Everyone's, oh, this is great. What was your reaction when you saw this announcement? Um, hmm. Uh, politically correct uh, answer would be it, it, it's just a political platform for an upcoming election. That was that was my initial response to it. Yeah. What are you hearing from passengers right now? I uh, am incredibly busy with international travelers for the fall and the winter and uh, cruising into next spring. So it it. Your people who travel will always travel and they will find a way and they will jump through the hoops that they need to jump through to make it happen. So even with or without this new passport that they are coming out with, it doesn't matter because we're able to download our certificates from government websites. 
um, for proof of vaccination and you still need to do all the testing, of, of course, as well. So it really doesn't make any difference what they decide to do at this point. But the hope is that it's not the Canadian government that does this. It's the World Health Organization or IATA, um, which is the governing body of all of the airlines, because they are worldwide organizations. For them to put something together makes a whole lot more sense. And then there is the issue, and I don't know if you're hearing about it from people that book with you or, or Canadian travelers, um, you know, countries turning away uh, fully vaccinated Canadians because they don't authorize the mixing of shots or they don't, let's say, recognize AstraZeneca. Is that still happening? Um, basically, how that sort of started was in the United States, they they weren't giving people AstraZeneca. So it wasn't on the radar that it should be something that they discuss or consider as being fully vaccinated. But as time has gone on, countries are changing that information. But as a part of that, there is so much information of what's required depending on where you travel and where you travel from and what kind of passport you have. So people who are having a great deal of difficulty, really the bottom line is they probably didn't do their research very well. And I can't stress enough how important it is to use a good travel advisor who you trust, who will help you with all of that information. In other words, here's what test you need. Here's what timeline you need it on. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. Um, a, a lot of this confusion has been made further confusing by the federal government because at the end of the day, their jurisdiction is borders. So they cannot blame the provinces for any of this. This is something that should have been in the works months ago. This is something that the framework should have been in, in place. So the fact that they're telling us that, oh, you know, a couple of months or not a few weeks from now that there's going to be some magical passport I, I don't see how it gets done, given they, they haven't even collected the data across the country to say, oh, you know, Brenda Slater has double vaccinated this date, that date. Here's her, her QRL number or whatever. Allie. Like they don't have that data. That doesn't just come overnight. But they do have that data. It's it's the provincial. Uh, each province has that data. Uh, so you can go to uh, the Ontario website and down. Actually, I just did because I'm going to be traveling in September. So, mm-hmm. um, so you can go down, go and download it to your phone or to the Arrive Can app, which you need to do anyways. So it, it, it's out there. It's just a semantics issue. But you know, 16 months too late and a, <laughs> a little bit of a dollar short, um, I think, is uh, the issue. Issue, and we we. We find that this current government is purely reactionary. It is not a proactionary government. They have not been proactive. They should have seen this coming months and months ago, but for some reason, the announcement came out yesterday. Whatever. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Don't don't get me started, Brenda. Don't get me started. But what what you seem to be telling me then is that you know the provinces can more than handle this, um, and so we don't actually need a federal vaccine passport. You know, if they could find something to spend money on other than things that need money being spent on them, I suppose they probably will. But that's just my jaded self of doing advocacy for the last 16 months or so. Um, So, you know, independent travel advisors still have only been able to uh, um, benefit from the CRB. That's it. None of the provincial or federal programs have touched um, 12,000 independent business owners. 
<laughs> yeah, that that you're not alone in in that frustration of trying to get help uh, in your industry, the tourism sector yeah. and uh, hospitality are really struggling. Mm-hmm. But you know, given that we are seeing cases surge across the U.S., or the U.K., EU, and now of course in Canada, do you expect? Let's just use me for example. I'm desperate to see my sister. I haven't seen her in two years. The plan was to go down, you know, late August. Do I go with with my AstraZeneca vaccines? Like, or or what's the concern about them possibly closing borders again? Or 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 I mean, it's kind of a. Is it not like a little bit of a Russian roulette in, in taking off right now? Uh, well, like all things, things can change. So my first suggestion is always make sure if you're going to book something uh, right. again use a travel agent um, but make sure that it's refundable make sure that whatever it is that you're booking you'll be able to get your money back if the world goes sideways again so then the questions I would ask you is where do you live what kind of mm-hmm. passport do you hold and where is it that you are thinking you're going to be traveling to mm-hmm. because and then that way markers yeah. That, that yeah so if you're going to the States, for example, people don't know that they need um, that you need to have a PCR test uh, within 72 hours of the flight departing to the United States. So if you're on a connecting flight, for example, from Halifax to right. Toronto and then right. Toronto to New York, you have to have it within 72 hours of the flight from Toronto to New York. If you don't and you're outside of that, then they can deny you boarding. If you don't have the correct PCR test, they can deny you boarding. And you also are required to have uh, to enter the U.S. an attestation, which is just mm-hmm. a basic form that says I don't have COVID. So uh, yeah, but a lot of people yeah, don't have that. Yeah. So you get bummed up with it at the airport and then there's, you know, you have to get back in the line again and then you miss flights. So, you know, it's 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 a bit of a chore to figure out what the rules are. Yeah. Well, they've only had 16 or 17 months to figure this out. I'm sure they will in the next couple of years. Brenda, I appreciate your time. Maybe I'll give you a call and book through you, but I do appreciate your uh, your uh, insight on this. Thank you. Out of girl. Out of girl. That is okay. Brenda Slater, co-founder at the Association of Canada Independent Travel Advisors and Travel Concierge with Beyond the Beach, if you're booking. Stay with us here. Alex Pearson on point. This is Global News Radio.